0: And welcome to Fact Schmacks. It's the podcast good enough to get you a C. Minus. My name's I forgot P- what I had to say there for Holy a
1: second. <laughs> I'm just rolling it. It's Fact Schmacks, man.
0: That we do. You have one really small job. <laughs> My name's Matt. So I've done a bunch. My name's Matt and I've got a story to tell you.
1: My name's Kev. I have a story to interrupt. And an intro to
0: forget. <laughs> Kevin, I've stolen this shamelessly from uh from Hank Green on uh on the YouTube there. Um, but I wanted I to, that is. to tell you something. Do you know that you know, for for all of human history, all of the dead people have been on earth, you know, together. Everyone, you know everyone has at least decayed completely on earth except for about 30 minutes uh on July or sorry June 29th uh 1971 this is kind of morbid uh but on June 27th or sorry 29th 1971 um the soyuz 11 capsule or or rocket or whatever the Soyuz uh, things are, um, left the the International Space Station, or what I guess it wouldn't have been the International Space Station at that point. Was it Mir? It would have been Mir, I think. I'd have to look that yeah. up, but I didn't look uh, that far well, into you this. you clearly didn't. Nope. Um, but there was three men on board, Gregory Dubrovsky, uh, Vladislav Volkov, and Victor Patsayev, uh, unfortunately, as they were preparing to, uh, enter the atmosphere, uh, their, their capsule depressurized and it killed all three of them and they were dead up there for about half an hour before the capsule came down on its own. They're the only people to have ever died in space. Um, and yeah, the only, the only time, uh, in history when all the dead people weren't on earth together, which is a weird way of thinking wow. about it. What a very morbid fact. What a very, very morbid fact for you. To start off this heart spooky yeah,
1: part of our spooky? Halloween kind of spookiness. Podcast.
0: I hope that you've yeah. got some spooky facts for me. We'll see if Oh with, well We'll see if without prompting you uh came up with anything. Not,
1: not only do I have <clears throat> some spooky themed back schmacks for you. Yes. i got options for you, bud. I have options too that you can choose from. That's how prepared we are for season two. Holy crap. I told you we were up in our game. I got two things I'm going to offer you. A little nod to our former this or that. Okay. Are we going to be talking about phobias or mythical monsters?
0: Mythical monsters. I'm tired of your phobias uh-huh. bullshit. All
1: right. Well, you know what? It's It's a good go-to for this time of year. <laughs> All right. See, my original plan was to whatever you pick, then just do the opposite. But you know what? (laughs) Let's let's do (laughs) mythical monsters. (laughs) I'm gonna be I'm gonna be gracious today. Uh, fact or schmacked, Matt? Yeah. Fisteful, fistful, an Israeli mythological creature, part dog, part pig. That is down for mayhem pranks and is blamed for the loss of pets. Its weakness is its own reflection.
0: Can you can you say that again?
1: It's P H I S T I P H O L E. Fistiful Feistiful. I I don't know. <laughs> certainly a mouthful. What do you anyways. want anyways? It it's certainly a mouthful. Factor schmacked. Here's a little nod to her friends at Milk, oh, Max and Lano. Yes. Babadook, an Australian boogeyman who acts as a metaphor for grief. He's described as very tall, pale-faced man with long fingers who wears a top hat. He can be scared into a basement, though, when one overcomes loss. Oh. So originally I was going to make a joke about maybe you're Babadook, but it says he's very tall. (laughs) and I've never seen you wear a top hat.
0: So if I did wear a top hat, maybe people would think I was a I was kind of tall.
1: Yeah, maybe. Maybe they would think you're Baba Duke. Baba Duke. Fact or schmacked, Matt. Siko San T-S-I-K-O-S-A-N. A A Japanese Spectre with pensions for the elderly. It is said that when the elderly don't pass while at death, it's because they were visited from this monster between this life and the next who comes to torment them at the end of their life. Hmm. So what's it going to be?
0: Are you still doing this like bullshit? You're oh, making yeah. Up the rules yeah. on the fly. Like two of yeah. them could well, be wrong. I
1: made up. I made up the rules for season two and I'm sticking to them. Okay.
0: Is it possible that none of them are made up?
1: That's there's always gonna be an ant, there's always gonna be
0: a fact or a schmack.
1: Okay, like so there's all, one, one, is
0: one is always gonna be wrong. Uh, yeah. At least one.
1: That's season three where we throw in the wrench where it could all be bullshit. <laughs> or they could all be true. It's a, numbers, <laughs> it's a numbers it's a numbers
0: thing. Season two, we have, you know.
1: Two options.
0: Well the Babadook I've heard of. Have you really? Yeah, well, there's a famous um Meme <clears> on the internet where someone <laughs> it was. I should, it's a throwback to when I showed up to a party dressed as the Babadook, and it turned out it was more of a drink wine Halloween party.
1: <laughs> it's a picture of somebody my-
0: dressed in a top hat. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I tried telling my uh apprentice that everybody dresses up for work or dresses up for Halloween at the construction site. I'm on, <laughs> <laughs> he didn't buy it. <laughs> I just thought it would be That'd hilarious He he really showed weird. up dressed like a puppy or something. <laughs>
0: In a clown outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Full-blown clown gear. <laughs>
1: Turns out we're all just village people.
0: So that leaves me with an interesting conundrum because the only one that I'm pretty sure is true is the one that you can actually say. The other two you don't even know how to pronounce.
1: So what, you think I made
0: up something I can't
1: even pronounce?
0: Well, this is a real dilly of a pickle for me. You see where um you see where my uh
1: Yeah, I see where the conundrum lies. Oh. But you know what? You were winning too much before. It was too easy before. I was too easy on you.
0: These are mythological creatures.
1: Yeah, like mythological monsters, you know? Like the boogeyman or or okay. nosferatu or Whatever.
0: TikTok, Matt. TikTok. Fucking hell. Um, I'm going to say it's the third one and the first one. I'm going to say they're both (laughs) made up.
1: Yeah, he got me. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I thought maybe if I played dumb on them, you'd be like, oh, yeah, like you you can't even pronounce them. Mm, You must have looked them
0: up you I, I should never have let you into how i how I analyze your answer for your questions <laughs> all
1: right, you win this one, but I bet you got a story for me
0: I do with the inevitability I bet of, people die pardon, I bet
1: people die
0: uh, it's the Halloween theme, yeah, people do die there's in this gonna one. be death yeah. yeah no no tens plans. in the tens
1: in the tens in the oh, tens
0: okay. ooh, um. Ooh. With the inevitability of a tongue returning to probe a painful tooth, we come back and back and back again to our fears, sitting to talk them over with the eagerness of a hungry man before a full and steaming plate. That's a quote from Clive Barker, one of my one of my personal uh, favorite authors. Uh, I knew you didn't make that up. Yes. Like, oh, he's <laughs> getting real fancy on season two. Look <laughs> um, at him go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I just wanted to start, I might, might do that from time to time, start, start stories off with a little quote or something. You know what I've noticed is a recurring theme on our podcast? What's that? Saying we'll do shit. And then not doing, doing it. Doing it. <laughs> 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 it's why I love when you, yeah, when yeah, you yeah. just spring ideas on me while we're recording.
1: Yeah. Yeah. At least this is no something for through. me that I can follow through on. Um, yeah. Good luck. <laughs> Many have tried.
0: <laughs> On November 12th, 1966, in the West Virginia town of Clendenin, five grave diggers claim to have seen something like spook-y. the monster
1: truck? Spooky.
0: No, not five monster trucks, no. five people who were digging okay. a, a grave. Well, you said Tennessee, right? No, West Virginia.
1: <laughs> That's what I <it> meant. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> man. That's what I meant. Oh, boy. Slow down,
0: bud. (laughs) Slow down. (laughs)
1: Let's put this vape pen back in the desk.
0: They claimed to have seen a man-like shadowy figure fly over their heads. This, uh, as you can imagine, caused a bit of a stir in the local community. What's that? Superman? Sort of. Uh, Right, uh, maybe right property, but wrong. Wrong hero. Uh, A few days later, on November 15th, a pair of young couples, Roger and Linda Linda Scarbury and Steve and Mary Millette had an experience they claimed to have spotted a large gray creature whose eyes glowed red when the headlights shone on them. They glowed red. I'm reading my notes and observing the terrible punctuation that i used while i was making them par- <laughs> <laughs> they described what uh, whatever they had saw uh, as a large flying man with 10 foot wings supposedly following their car as they fled from the creature at speeds of up to 100 miles per hour that's horrifying horrifying in the following days, many more people saw something. The sheriff um, was said to have, you know, believed this. So this, this pair of couples, they went to the sheriff and they reported what they had seen. Um, and he said that, you know, he he believed them. He thought that they had definitely seen or saw something. They were, you know, they were spooked. He didn't think they were making it up. Um. He didn't think it was anything um, too too weird, though. He actually thought it was an unusually large heron that he had been seen in the area, and he had actually given it a nickname, Shitepoke. Um, a University Ooh. of West Virginia biologist thought that maybe it was a sandhill crane. Um, in any event, though, uh, these, these sightings were causing a stir in the community, and it was probably... A local reporter named Mary Heyer, Hyre, H-Y-R-E, uh, who coined the name The Mothman. No doubt drawing from. Mothman. Yes. No doubt drawing from the Batman television show, which in 1966 was was in its original run. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, those were the best ones.
0: Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Oh, my God.
1: I, I used to love watching that. Uh, when i was a kid
0: yeah oh i just i think that show is still hilarious at that point so now that you know that we're talking about uh the mothman what's your you know do you have any impression of the mothman any um you know what i always thought it was just like a
1: movie i didn't realize that this was a true tale it's based on a based on a true story no kidding yes
0: in that there are there are definitely real events that that are included in the book and movie yes um there is a movie right there is a movie the mothman prophecies did you see it no no i di- didn't personally think it was a very good movie when i saw it i know other people think it's a much better movie than i did um i'm thinking of like the fly with uh, jeff goldblum yeah, it's not really like that. So you don't know, you know literally nothing there. about like the Mothman or what he's, you know. I am a blank slate. <laughs> Tabula rasa. You just know the name. Yep. <laughs> Sweet. Paint me a picture. Absolutely. Paint, paint
1: me like one of your French girls. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I'm painting a picture of kind of what it, what originally was kind of reported on at the time. And, you know, while all that's going on. There's a man in the area named Woodrow Derenberger, and he's telling stories. Woody. Woody. Uh he's telling stories of meeting a strange man who spoke to him. Okay. Uh hold up. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. I gotta say, okay. I don't know
1: many Woodies, but I feel like if you meet a Woody, he's a guy who's gonna tell you some tales. I have to. I feel like that's just one of those names. Yeah, my pal Woody, he told me. You're like, yeah, I don't know about your old pal Woody. I have three touchstones. No offense to I was anybody's. gonna say
0: two. I've got three touchstones for uh for Woody. I've got uh, you know, Wood, Woody the uh the old uh, uh puppet from uh, or toy from Toy Story. There's a Woody. Yeah uh I've got uh Woody Harrelson, you know. Also Woody. Yeah, I from mean, Cheers. but I feel
1: like Woody Woody Harrelson probably has some some stories, you know. Oh, sure. For sure. He's he's done some
0: shit. For sure. And I've got I had a dog named Woody once.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah. So just, you know. He had a tail.
0: <laughs> ah! God damn. <laughs> uh, so yes, this Woodrow Derenberger guy here, he meets a strange man on the road who supposedly kind of stopped him on the road by by veering into the middle of the road and, you know. He originally thought it was maybe he was like a police officer or something, but he noticed something was definitely off with this man when When he spoke to him telepathically and he uh, he didn't say to him, I guess he thought to him that um, his name was Indrid Cold, which is kind of a dumb name. That's a very dumb name. It's a very, very dumb name. I guess it 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 does fit the mold of being like a Ford Prefect sort of name. Like, do you know what Ford Prefect uh, who that was from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Uh, he's like the,
1: um, <clears throat> not the narrator, but the guide or whatever.
0: Yeah. He's, he's the, he's the alien who was living on earth Yeah, yeah. and he picked his, he picked the name Ford prefect because he thought the cars were the, for the dominant life forms on earth. So he picked a name that would fit in. I need to revisit that. Like I gotta go, <clears throat> I gotta read that book. <clears throat> yeah. Five books, I I th- a trilogy in five parts. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't. It's, <laughs> they're really good. Up until like I think the last one wasn't finished, if I'm recalling correctly. But but they're I, I have a hard time with fiction anymore, man. There's so many good real stories out there. So many good real stories. Um. Anyways, yes, in, in Indrid Cold here. Um. He uh, he apparently after this he went on to visit Darren Berger many many times. Uh, and. Apparently, uh, it turned out injured. Cold was from the planet Lanulos, and he once even took darren uh, Darrenger or Darren Berger there once.
1: So like, sounds like schmacks I would make up,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: like these names. I'm like, uh, yeah, 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 prefect.
0: um so I'll let you draw your own conclusions as to the credibility of that guy. Um, But moving on, sightings eventually calmed down. Most people forgot about all of this Mothman nonsense. 13 months later, I think actually to the day in 1967, the Silver Bridge, which connected Ohio and West Virginia, collapsed. Uh, I think there was 40 some odd people killed in um, in that bridge collapse. It was a really, really bad incident. Small town like Point Pleasant where the, you know, where the bridge was connected to in, in West Virginia, you know, just about everybody there would have been, would have been hurt by that in one way or another. It's a, it's a real human tragedy.
1: Yeah. Like six degrees of separation. Right. You but it'd know, be like two degrees of separation. Town. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Coming from a smaller town, you'd, everybody would know somebody. Yeah.
0: You'd be touched with it. Some degree. One way or another. Turns out at the time, there were two writers who were in the area and they were both working on UFO books. In 1970, three years after this bridge collapses, an author named Gray Barker uh, released a book. That's not Clive Barker, the guy who I quoted off the top. Gray Barker, different guy, uh, released a book called The Silver Bridge. It was the first time a connection was drawn between you know, UFO sightings that he had been in the area, supposedly following up on, even though there's no actual real like contemporary reports of that happening in newspapers or whatever, doesn't mean it doesn't happen. It's just can't really find a source for that. But supposedly they were in the area already working on books. Uh, they tie these sightings of this weird moth-like man, um and the Silver Bridge collapse kind of wraps them together, says they must be related in, in some way. You know? Like he's like a harbinger of tragedy. That's that's what the that's what the myth winds up being. I haven't read this guy's book. I haven't read the Silver Bridge. So I don't know exactly how much how much of that work is done in this book. This book doesn't really catch on that much, but he is the first guy to kind of write about this. He's much more famous uh for writing a book called they knew too much about flying saucers, which kind of put the idea of the men in black into the public consciousness.
1: So he's, okay.
0: He's more well known for that. But he's obviously a writer with an agenda, right? He's starting with uh, <clears throat> with an agenda there. Um, that book didn't make a whole lot of noise, but the idea was kind of recycled five years later by a guy named John Keel, John Keel had also been contacted by this Darren Berger guy, or um, is that the name? Woody, I of back. Woody, yeah, old Woodrow there. So he wrapped. He brings this injured Cole character into it. You know, it turns into this whole. Uh, the Mothman is an alien, and he's a harbinger of, um, of of impending doom. He links this bridge collapse, even though you know the closest sighting. To that bridge was had to have been twenty kilometers away. Um, that the Mothman was sighting at sighted at the first place he sighted at was fifty miles from that bridge. So it's kind of you know, I guess. Uh, well, well, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, he, you know, he in in his book he adds a bunch of like UFO sightings and just kind of wraps this all up into a neat little little package to present at pop culture. And and that kind of gains traction over time until the movie comes out in the 90s and then all of a sudden it's, you know, it, it's he's, he's a character that has a lot of pop culture cachet out of okay. this. This is the incident, really. A few people saw something that they couldn't quite explain. One guy was obviously two weeks off. Weeks his-
1: later at Bridge Falls.
0: Ye- a year, or yes, or a yeah, year. several weeks. Okay, about fifty-six of them. If I'm doing my math okay. correctly, um, so yeah, when you think about it, like, is there anything here at all? There's a half dozen reports back in the '60s. Only two of them are describing even remotely the same thing. The rest of the supposed sightings of the Mothman that are like contemporary that aren't people like post hoc. Uh, talking about it, are like, you know, a guy standing on the side of the road looking weird, someone maybe peering into the windows. It just kind of seems like anything that people saw they're their reporting as this Attributing mo- to this, yeah. Yeah, there's only two people who reported <clears throat> seeing something flying, um, and it very well could have been a bird. Um, even the most reliable account, the pair of couples who supposedly, you know, this is considered to be the most reliable account who outran this this beast going up to a hundred miles per hour. I strongly doubt that they were driving down dirt roads at a hundred miles per hour. Like really think about that. Can you imagine going? Yeah, that's pretty dodgy. That's pretty dodgy, man. You know, you don't go fast on dirt roads. No, especially not in that day. I had a truck that was, um, used to have a truck that was built in 82 this is twenty years after, after this happened, and the speedometer topped out at one hundred and twenty. Yeah, uh, kilometers per hour. Yeah, so, but
1: like gravel, I mean, you know, you get uh, the slightest little wiggle on the wheel, especially back then with like rear wheel drive and stuff. Yeah, you're gone. Like I'm just, I'm just now getting used to. I've never had a car with real rear wheel drive until now. Yeah, and uh, there's a couple times I hit the gas and I feel the back end go, and I'm like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> I'm like, oh, "I you forgot." There's not a lot of weight back there.
0: Your uh, your new whip is uh, like rear well, wheel? rear, rear,
1: rear wheel, wheel, and then four wheel. Oh, okay. Of course, because it's a jeep. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's rear wheel drive. Oh no, kid! I've never driven anything that's rear wheel. Actually, today. Well, in I have. The, I guess I,
0: rain, I drove your jeep
1: today in the rain. I uh, yeah, you did. Today in the rain, I actually uh, swerved out a bit. Like, nope. Yeah. Lesson learned. I Keep the four wheel too, on. A little when, too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think four wheel for
0: when it's wet, just because of that. Yep. Um. Yeah. And then, so sorry to get back to, you know. But yeah, no, you, this you're mo- definitely not. You're definitely not driving that fast on dirt roads. Not for a sustained amount of time anyways. Um. So there's obviously parts of it that are embellished. I have, Did they see something? Probably. Uh, was it a moth man? I doubt it. Like, that's, just, that's a weird conclusion to jump to. Uh,
1: I'm going to go back to my um, standard position of just being the optimist for these things. <laughs> even though, like, I, you know, I'm not easily convinced. Sp- I'm not even remotely convinced about this, but... Wouldn't it be like fun to live in a world where these things could happen?
0: For sure, it's a fun story. the The whole idea, though, that this was some sort of harbinger of this bridge collapsing uh, disaster you know, if it was trying to warn about the, about what was going to happen with the bridge, wouldn't you appear a little bit closer to the bridge? Maybe point yeah. at it. Yeah. Point at the structural parts that are going to be <laughs> that are going to be an issue. I, that would be more helpful than appearing 50 miles away <laughs> and flying over some gravediggers like the message yeah. is obviously lost in translation there, right?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: And if this it's injured cool. cold fella who is you know talking telepathically to uh, <laughs> to Woody, who is a uh, sewing machine salesman, nothing wrong with that um you know if if he's supposedly involved, why didn't he say, hey man, the bridge is gonna collapse? Yeah. Well, or think it, you know, but none of this story makes sense. Tying the whole bridge collapse thing into it just, it just doesn't make sense. I kind of love the Mothman thing just because of how flimsy the whole thing is. Yeah. And it's become a, you know, it's not a huge thing. Like
1: I've never, I heard of Mothman, but it was a movie Mm -hmm. from when I was, you know, when it came out in the nineties.
0: Yeah. I think that yeah, movie so did a, a lot, it did a lot to kind of, uh,
1: well, it got the, it got the name out into uh common, you know, pop culture, I guess. Yes. The Zeitgeist. That's the, the word the I'm Z- looking Z- for. Yes, thank you. The Zeitgeist.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah so it definitely did that, but. now you know. Maybe like, maybe it'll turn out that it's like a, this bridge collapsed for no reason. Right. Well, no, it, it, it was an old bridge. It was designed in an era where there weren't like transport trucks driving over it. With sure. They designed it in such a way that made it very difficult to tell if it was still structurally sound at all. And it turned out Great. it wasn't.
1: Very. Have you ever seen when they do um, harmonic uh, vibrations to things where you cycle something in such a way that it builds its frequency on it? So, like, imagine like uh, hitting something with a hammer, but being able to hit the peak of that, ha- like, with another hammer that, like, causes the whole signal to increase. Yeah. Anyhow, you can. So, as part of my job, I have to understand like vibration analysis and stuff. Okay. And and there's a way that um, things can start to sympathetically har- uh, harmonize with each other.
0: Sure, especially so if like you're
1: one part vibrates at a certain frequency and then the other one starts to match it and they start to amplify each other.
0: Sure, like a feedback loop. And then loop. boom,
1: yeah. So that's kind of what I was getting at. Like it's uh, harmonic resonance, I believe it's called.
0: Yeah, which I, I think is commonly credited with that, um, what's the bridge that, you know, that The, the wind, yeah. yeah. It was the wind. The it wind. wasn't, yeah, it, it wasn't vibration. But they
1: say that it it caused it, Kind of matched something that caused it to amplify. I don't know.
0: It, no, I think at the end but of the I, day, it was just like there was a. It was kind of anchored in the middle, and the once the two sides started swinging, swinging offset from each other. You know, yeah, it looks like that's a, what it, that's what I mean. Yeah, it looks like that's a wave, it but it's really just the wind. Yeah, you know, it's like a it's like momentum uh, as I re- a wave.
1: I do remember that story, about that that bridge collapse. That's what made me think of it.
0: Yeah. I always um, think of
1: that when <clears throat> we're on the bridges near where we live. I Always, when I'm on them, I'm just like, "Oh God, pretty high up. <laughs> not much down there. Can't swim very well."
0: Yeah, I never go over those bridges. That it freaks me out. It has much more to do with where they where they lead to. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the bridge that bothers me. It's what's on the other end of it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Um, Hi America. <laughs> <laughs> we grew up in a border town for for sorry. Sorry, Americans um, <clears throat> love you in in today times. Oftentimes when there is some piece of infrastructure that fails, there'll be some Yahoo on the Internet who says they saw the Mothman, you know, and in the time leading up to it. Sure. It's always after the fact. Nobody ever says they, so they've seen a Mothman and then like the next day a disaster happens. I guess 13 months later if we're going by by that uh calendar but free idea for like an ARG an internet-based ARG is is a Mothman sighting with an impending disaster I think it would be maybe hard to do without getting people in a bit of a panic you always got to worry about that if you're going to play some sort of internet game but that would be kind of a fun one a Mothman based uh, uh disaster but for example in 2007 the i thirty uh, five W bridge over the Mississippi in Minneapolis uh, collapsed. Uh, I think like thirteen people are died on that, and then you know, of course, after the fact, people on the internet are saying they they saw a Mothman again. Let me know when you've when you've seen one before a disaster, and you can use that Mothman to predict a disaster. Yeah, for sure.
1: Um, oh shit! What was I gonna say?
0: I don't know, oh my but God. I'll just finish up here with my thought. Yeah, At the end of the day, up. there's there's just not much here. It's, it's really surprising how much cultural cachet uh, the Mothman has considering how little he has done. He doesn't threaten people. He just kind of flew over some teenagers and some grave diggers, uh, and he um, was supposedly... Nobody even says he's responsible for the bridge collapsing. They're just saying he showed up as some sort of warning. Uh but I will say good on the town of Point Pleasant because if if you go there, like fucking everything is about the Mothman as it should be. Like they've they've turned that town into like Disneyland for for the Mothman and I fully support that. It's a fun little story and it should be like that. That's kind of kind of I I do have kind of a larger kind of follow up to the story of the mothman i guess or the history of the mothman story as it were because if you think about <clears throat> you know the the mythologies that you and i grew up with as people who are you know getting close to or who are you know in their 40s the 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 mythos that we grew up with all took time to develop right took wor- yeah. took time for word of mouth to spread there's this kind of game of telephone and you cannot you can kind of see like people adding to these stories as each person picks up the baton and carries it a little further something like roswell you know we, we went over that a little bit it takes like 30 or 40 years for that to even start growing into a myth and then you've got you know this game of telephone where people are like this little whisper game people are Embellishing the yeah, story and embellishing the story. story
1: of it gets a little bit is a little if you ask ten people, you would get ten different stories and, well, and some you know, this guy tells the factor. story a
0: little bit bigger, and then when the next guy writes a book, that's the small version of the story, and that guy writes the story a little bit bigger, and the next guy comes yeah. to write a book, and that's the standard version, and the next one has to be a little bit you know, has to have something more to offer. Um that stuff really takes time mothman took like you know three to eight years for that to really develop and then a long time after that Sorry, you've got your hand up yes miss yeah yes I kevin remember
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> i remember what i was gonna say and the reason i
1: didn't bring it up was because i it had been a little bit or the reason i forgot was because it had been a bit since i thought of it uh when we talk about um unexplained or like spooky stories have you ever read the uh Reddit? it's um like unexplained stories or unexplained mysteries or like uh creepy things that have happened to people you ever gone down that rabbit hole there i have some of them are like really like you read the story and you're like oh.
0: at the end like of the- it's not
1: all mythological stuff but like like people who are like yeah like you ever you, you always hear that story of like oh like uh the person who who didn't take a ride from Ted Bundy or something sure and you get those kind of stories where you're like holy if the the fate that uh you escaped or
0: you know coin toss you know those coin toss moments fifty 50 fifty fifty could have done this yeah. could have done that went yeah. this way,
1: or things that you just can't explain you know and the, we've all seen things that uh kind of defy our experiences you, you don't you don't know what you're looking at. You know, and it's easy to kind of jump to a conclusion sometimes. Uh, our old pal Joel and I once, we saw... like <laughs> this is embarrassing. <laughs> we were having ah! some beers on my porch back in the day. You know, I like to have some drinks. You? Back in the day. And uh, we saw what we thought was a plane on fire in the sky. Okay. <laughs> And her friend convinced me to call uh, the fire department to tell them that I'm pretty sure we saw this thing that was like burning in the sky, it was on fire. Uh, it wasn't until maybe like two days later when I was like, "Oh my god, that was a Chinese lantern," <laughs> 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 and we thought it was a we thought it was like this plane or something burning, or we're like, "Oh my god, what is that?" We had no idea, and then it became this thing like. I was like looking on the news the next day and like, is there a plane crash around here? Cause that looked like, you
0: know. I mean, yeah, life's full of little mysteries. I, um, yeah. I ran yeah, over, a uh, fly over and- probably what was just a piece of tire on the highway at night once, but I was convinced that I had hit like a drifter or something. I was like 19. Uh, okay. It's very <laughs> unlikely that I actually had. I don't even think, I was thinking of was 17. But Did I saw. Did you thought ever I, go back and look? No.
1: Oh well, this is like maybe there's somebody who's like, oh, "I was hit," <laughs> yeah.
0: but I, like I kind of twenty years ago, I kind of knew that I that I hadn't. I I was pretty sure that's yeah. what it was, but like it's that kind of like well after post fact, your brain starts playing tricks on you, and you oh know,
1: yeah, did you see sure. it?
0: You look back and you I saw it kind of like rolling behind me. It was just a piece of tire tread, but it's like oh, did I did I see a face on that or something? But what ha- oh, that would horrify me. But what happened was, I told my my dad about it the next day. I said, "Dad, I hit something on the road." And I looked back, and it looked like it was kind of rolling. Like it reminded me of like a body or something. And he went all white because somebody had jumped off an overpass and been hit by a car that that night. Now, I didn't, obviously, I didn't hit like that person. It was nowhere near where I was. Oh, but just okay. that like split second of
1: oh shit. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh oh, I could just
0: imagine Dave's face. Yeah. But no, it was just a it yeah. was just a piece of tire tread that a truck had, had sloughed off. But yeah, we we all <laughs> I didn't just for the record, I did not at any point actually think I had hit a person. <laughs> it just kind of weirded me out. Wasn't there a scary
1: movie that starts like this?
0: Yeah, I know what you did last summer. I know summer. what you did last Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: No, you did when you were 17.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I can really go on. I always, you know, for me, the world I live in, you know, I live in the world there where mortgage payments and, and rent payments get made, if you know what I mean. Like, if you if you were able to actually sit down and look at actual, of, at all the factors that are involved, you'd figure out what's going on. There's, you know... People get honestly mistaken or fooled by things all the time. Yeah, for sure. And if you, you know, when we had Max and Lano on, you know. Uh, he was telling about the, the headlights. The headlights. He it was a UFO, but, but if, it was a hill. It was a hill. It, but if you were, to, if there was actually a famous, um, I think it was somewhere in Kentucky where there was this supposed, you know, these ghost lights. You'd be able to go to this place and, and see these ghost lights and they didn't seem to be connected to anything. They didn't seem to follow any any distinguishable pattern and people finally figured out it was just like a fucking highway that was five miles away and you'd be able to see the lights from there and They'd be following a road from far enough away that it would look. It would look spooky. It was just, oh, it was just a highway. It's huh. just a road far enough away.
1: You think somebody would have like stood in front of it and saw their shadow at some point?
0: Uh, that I think that's eventually what, what, Like, a group of scientists finally went out and said, all right, let's... Because this is supposedly, you know, this big paranormal thing that's going to go on, so let's go figure out what's going on. So they went out there, and sure enough, they figured out it was just the highway. How would you like
1: to be one of the guys who, like, goes and investigates these things? Like, you're, like, basically a real-life Ghostbuster, but you're more of a Mythbuster.
0: Kind of. I don't think it's any, like... (laughs) I don't think there's a group... It's way more often that there is a group of people who's who are trying to prove this stuff because you can sell books based on that, right? Sure. Um, it's really hard to sell a book based on, you know, ghosts aren't real. This,
1: this might be hard to pull off the top of your head. But yes. What do you
0: think the most
1: recent um, iteration of Mothman
0: is? Like what's really funny. You mentioned that because that is exactly where I'm, where I was heading. Oh, where I was trying to us, man. Yeah. Um, we're in the pocket today. We are, we're, we're in some here. What I was gonna say in the past, it used to take time for these legends to develop and spread. We live in the area of the era of the internet, baby. Not only does this stuff get invented, like on the spot, it spreads so fast. But something I never considered. You, you look at creepypasta where a lot of... That's what I would consider a lot of the modern uh, where mythos to be. You look at creations like Slenderman, um, The Rake, yep. Siren Head, Jeff the Killer. These... Okay, back up for one sec. Yeah.
1: What is Siren Head? Because my one nephew often used to talk about Siren Head.
0: Siren Head... Um, picture like a telephone pole sized creature or that has like, you know, arms and legs with a, with just like alarm sirens for heads for a head. What does it do? I don't know. It just looks creepy. A lot of good pictures of it, like in the fog, you know, far enough away that you can kind of make it out. And it's like, oh, what the fuck is that? Okay. Fair That's enough. where a lot of this stuff is. Um, but that stuff is cr- almost crowdsourced. You could go on to 4chan and see that stuff being made up. The receipts are there. The rake, which is a creature that you know, some people take very seriously think is is real. Go to look up uh go go to YouTube and look up rake sightings and you will find videos where people are passing this thing off as real, people who believe in this thing. That was a creature that was made up on the 4 chan uh sorry, 4chan/bboard. On a thread called "Let's Make a New Monster,"
1: <laughs>
0: what about a festival? A festival <laughs> <laughs> that should have been a tip-off. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> I was able to make a really easy joke about it. <laughs> but uh, like there was um, there's even content that gets gets reused there was a there's this creepy video that was made in the in like 2007 or something because in 2007 there was a big angels are real craze just for whatever reason that was kind of i don't think it was 2007 it was around there so someone made this fake video of this like creepy angel you know finding this creepy creature they said it was an angel they found it in the forest and it's just like a creepy video i'll try and dig it up if i if i remember but it's kind of it's, try to I do like to try to add some notes anyways, a few years later when you know people were were freaking out about the rake they that video was just repurposed as a real sighting of a rake now the new thing is okay. skinwalkers skin so that same video is making the rounds again because it's a skinwalker so yeah what is that's the rake is this angel video uh like, what is a rake a rake is like it's like a creature that, it, like a man-sized creature that's all white, that kind of walks on all fours. It's like a... Ugh. Yeah. It's a little disturbing. It's like a... Uh, so, wait.
1: That's like you when you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Crawl on the floor. No, it's bald. All white. Oh, so it's like me. It's like you when you're drunk.
0: <laughs> um... Oh shit! Slenderman is a uniquely Slenderman. We know who made Slenderman. The guy's got a copyright on it. It's a uniquely um, modern uh, ghost. It's it's all of its you know all the things it does. It, it interferes with any sort of electronic uh, recording, or you know, it creates a lot of static noise. Um, it's uh, that that's something that people genuinely believe in and are scared of. I find that really interesting because I was a kid and I was scared of stuff, but I don't remember being genuinely afraid of stuff like Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street because I know that stuff, I knew that stuff was made up. The stuff that scared me was like Aliens, which, yeah, sure, that was made up, but I didn't, (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know it at the time. Um,
1: I mean, there's no way, (laughs) but I'm uh, not getting, I'm not spending another season. No, you know what? I will, (laughs) but not today. We'll uh, talk
0: about this later. We'll talk about that later. But, I, you know, Bloody Mary scared me, but Candyman didn't.
1: Oh, yeah. Bloody Mary scared the shit out of me. I would never want to, because somebody would always try to jump scare you. Yeah. Too. I remember you'd be like, what was it? You have to be in a bathroom. Close, turn off out. the lights. And then when you're
0: saying the last one, your buddy. Ah!
1: Yeah. Yeah. Even actually just thinking about
0: that gave me like a, a slight
1: shiver where I was like, oh, yeah, man. I remember how much that scared me as a kid.
0: It I horrified me. I remember going into a barn that we thought was haunted because it was kind of abandoned. It was probably just not safe to be in. Yeah. Um. But being real scared about that as a kid. We
1: we thought there was this house. Um, It was like backed onto our schoolyard. And uh, it was just in bad disrepair, but it was the haunted house. And I was sure it was a haunted house.
0: Yeah. I think it's for a really... Uh, I just want to put one little pin in my little discussion about kind of modern day mythologies. I think it's really okay. fitting for our the time that we live in that the making up of this stuff is right out there in the open and it doesn't fucking matter. Kind of like American politics. Kind of like...
1: Or Canadian politics <laughs> these days. All, all politics. Yeah. yeah. It's just getting <laughs> sad. Um, like, what I mean is, like, that QAnon stuff. Like, it was clearly, I, I mean, you know, I don't want to get into where I alienate anybody. It's clearly a batshit insane conspiracy. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Seems pretty far out there, some of the stuff. I had one guy, and, and I, because uh, I work in the trades, right?
0: There is uh, all types. I bet you know at least two sovereign citizens.
1: Probably.
0: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) But I worked with this guy, and I really liked
1: working with him. Really nice guy, good mechanic, all this stuff. Fantastic. We got on well. And he was big into all that stuff. And he told me, he's like, watch this video. Change your world. All right, so, you know I love conspiracy. I will entertain any conspiracy just for the sake of just knowing what what everyone's thinking, right? Sure. And some of this shit I was like, God, how could that be real? That's so far out there.
0: It, and the answer is I subs-
1: it's not. But once- I subscribe to the like what you you said at one time summed it up perfectly, and I I've, I've always thought that's probably really what's going on is we're just a rudderless ship.
0: And people have just kind of rule. People have a really hard time with that because we're facing some problems that would require some real leadership, and we we just don't have it. It's not there. And so for some people, even the the idea that even if we're under the control of an evil cabal, that's more comforting than the idea that there's nothing at all.
1: Yeah, that we're just making it up as we go.
0: Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a scary thought. That's the real is, spooky I, is, part of I think Halloween. There is comfort
1: in in uh, conspiracy theories, and I've said it before. I've said it on the show. The the other thing I have with people who are into conspiracies is it's never just one. Yeah, even, it's usually
0: all the conspiracies. It's all the conspiracies, and even take something like uh, the JFK assassination. Whatever your feelings are on that, but people who do think that it's not, um, it didn't happen, will hold sometimes hold. Opinions that are mutually exclusive. At the same time, they'll think that it was the mafia that that or the CIA that assassinated him and that he's still alive. You can't believe those two things. Yeah, but it's always always so funny. eh? If you're but if you if you believe in the if you have that kind of conspiracy mindset, the thing you believe is that it's not the official story. So whatever it is, that's not whatever is considered the official story. That's all more plausible than whatever that, you know,
1: it just becomes a. Uh, in defense of conspiracy theorists, I, I don't want to say that we always get the full true story. I think there are a lot. There's a ton of conspiracies out there. Well, first of we all, we, all the time.
0: we don't get the full true story because oftentimes a full true story just isn't even possible to tell, right? There's always unknowable details.
1: People and have things
0: it. in their hearts and their minds that you can never know. Um. But, uh, like, do do wealthy people set out to enrich themselves more? Yes. Do they abuse the system to do that? Yes. Do they sometimes collude to do that? Yes. That pretty much explains the situation that we're in. That's not a conspiracy. That's just the reality, right? Yeah.
1: You know, the conspiracy don't know, is love that... I a good conspiracy.
0: Yeah. All the terrible shit happens right out in the open. Right? Yeah, that too, right? That's it, you know, the whole the the whole thing about living in this area era is that it's all, you know, the quiet part is out loud everywhere and nobody seems to give a shit. True. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's actually the end of my notes, is the quiet part is being said very loudly in terms of uh horror stories and people don't seem to care. Yeah. These days. Much like our political climate.
1: Or just anything, you know. And I just want to go on record. If any of our listeners out there are are conspiracy theorists, hey, man, like I totally support, believe what you, you know, you're free to make your own decisions, your own beliefs. I support that. And I absolutely love to hear about them. Yeah, please. 100%. (laughs) I'd like to actually get somebody... And it would be hard because sometimes when you get into the discussions with somebody who's very staunchly against um things, uh official stories, et cetera, it, it can be very hard to uh I don't want to say be civil, but like when you present uh what might be a fact and they're like, Mm, that's a schmacked. And you're like, no, dude, that's straight up fact. That's science. Yeah. But there's no like you know sometimes people get committed to their own ideas. But I think it would be kind of fun to have a very uh, debated or hotly debated uh, conspiracy conversation. I'd love a silly
0: conspiracy,
1: like the know. whole thing about Sweden not
0: being real or whatever it was. Finland,
1: Finland. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's a good one. That like that's fun. I'd love to debate someone who doesn't think Finland's real. I got into it
1: with a a, a friend of mine. And I like this guy and and we always uh, got on well and stuff, but he was very adamant about the moon landing, not being real. And he said, Oh, I'm sure we went there eventually. I just don't think the first one was, I think they wanted to beat the Soviets and they faked it and, and this and that. And, but you know, some of the stuff I'm just like, I don't know, man. Like the arguments were like, well, like why wasn't there a delay and all this? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. It's radio waves. It's like light speed, basically. Yeah. Would Just you be able of. to
0: tell the the 0.8 second delay that from here to the moon? Yeah. Like, what do you mean there wasn't a delay?
1: There's a delay between you and I. So, for those of you listening, when we uh, count in, we count back or we count down from ten, and whoever leads it always has a delay in hearing the other person, whereas the other person who
0: joins in is synchronized. And when we put those on top of each other, you know, recording them separately, then our conversation syncs naturally. Yeah. They're even, you know, but that's a different kind of, you know, we're going through ISPs and stuff. They were talking like directly through a satellite.
1: But still, I mean, there's, there's a probably as much lag between the two of us as there would be between here and the moon. Yeah. Uh, At light speed. It's not that long.
0: There was a great video. This one, I will like for sure dig up because this is, An interesting, uh, I I love the stuff, but a guy who's, um, you know, he's kind of like, I I don't know much about rocketry or whatever, or the conspiracy, but what I do know a whole lot about is film and faking the moon landing would have been impossible in the sixties. Like from a film perspective, I don't think they could really, it would have been cheaper and easier to go to the moon than it would have been to fake it.
1: And that's the other thing. I do with the think with the um it's that hard to go to the moon. It's not. No.
0: It's not that hard. It's Dude, dangerous. Terrible space
1: program all the
0: time. It's it's really dangerous but like the idea of using it, it is hilarious to me that that you know people think oh there's no way we could use fuel uh to blast ourselves off this planet and hit something else. Like they do that all the time now. All the time. Yeah. Um,
1: and once you're in space, the amount of, um, uh, like your thrust to weight ratio is so different because there's no, there's no, uh, atmosphere. There's
0: well, less gravity, know, there's gravity,
1: yeah. less gravity. So any, um, any amount of propulsion just goes, it's insane how much different it is in space versus here.
0: Like, where do you think ICBMs go? Yeah. They go to space, man. They go to space. Just, I, I that's my least favorite conspiracy because it's just maddening. It's yeah. absolutely maddening. So obviously it happened, and it's not that complicated. Splitting the atom puts, was um, very complicated. Yeah, now we have bombs. Flying a rocket to the and moon was an engineering problem. You know it just just took time and effort, yeah,
1: so let's take this to a close. Mm. I've got a closing fact for you okay i'm gonna I'm gonna tie it in with her uh, spooky spooky times oh I got a horror movie fact for you. ooh, love it, yeah, all right, because the movie. Halloween was on such a tight budget. They had to use the cheapest mask they could find for the character Michael Myers, which turned out to be. I know know this. this? Yes. A William Shatner Star Trek mask.
0: Oh, Billy
1: Shatz. Oh, Billy. Oh, Billy (laughs) Shatz. Shatner initially didn't know the mask was in his likeness, but when he found out years later, he was honored. And I read that and so I was, I was going to look up some cool movie facts and that was literally the first one. And I was like, what? No way. <laughs> and then I was like, I went and I looked at the picture of him and I was like, yeah, I could kind of see it. Kind of makes sense now. <laughs> he just looks like Shatner uh, long after he was Kirk. It was yes. like Shatner from the first Star Trek movie. Like a big uh, old TV series. Big old shad, <laughs> Like a big anyhow,
0: old shat That's
1: what I got. You got anything else? Uh, this is a closing fact, so shut her down now. No. Bye.
0: Bye bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Facts Schmacks.
1: We hope you enjoyed our show. If you want to hear more, be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Facts
0: Schmacks, Or you can check us out on Facebook or on YouTube or on twitter.com at Fact Schmacked Pod. We
1: also have a website, factschmacks.xyz, because we know you haven't had enough yet.
0: Sure.